Welcome, welcome, welcome to Element City Church, and I think it's time. I don't know. Maybe? Okay, 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 okay. How come my, oh, apparently, there we go. That's better late than ever. So. Hey, welcome to Element City Church. We're so glad you're here tonight to celebrate our 10th anniversary with us. <laughs> hey, I know that some of you um, were part of Elements before it was completely conceived and born, and you were part of the planning process, and some of you came along with us from the beginning uh, when we were able to launch out of Pantano Christian Church um, and had our first year of meeting there. We moved to Catalina High School a year later. Uh, we were there for a while, and then we have ended up here. And we are just so glad that you have been with us at whatever point you've joined us um, on this journey. We're so glad that you're here to celebrate with us tonight, whether you're in person, whether you are online. Um, maybe you have been here from the beginning. Maybe this is your first time with us, but we are so excited to have you. Um, we've gone through a lot of really amazing highs and really difficult lows, and we just really want to thank God for bringing us to this point mm -hmm. um, tonight to be here with Lyle and Anya, to be here um, celebrating, and just excited to have you join us in the journey. Yeah, we're thrilled to hear. I know some of you are new, like so you're like, hey, we're selling. Listen, we have cupcakes afterwards. It's exciting. Um, and I, I met a couple of you, like this is your first Sunday. And so if that's you, every week we kind of invite, we expect new people to be here. And so we have a, a little thing, a couple different things that you could do to connect with us. One is our 10-minute party, which happens in the back. Guess how long it lasts? Like, yeah, less than 10 minutes. We got free, the best kettle corn this side of the Grand Canyon for you. So if you're new, you're the only one who gets that. And you get cupcakes. I'm serious. It's an amazing night. Uh, so we'd love to invite you back to the 10-minute party, and we'd love to connect with you on our digital connection card. You could download our app for free in the App Store, Element City Church, fill out the connection card, or you could just text the word hello to our text number, our phone number, which is 520-340-6868. That's a way for us to connect. A couple quick text messages, and we are there. But we're going to start off like we do every week, praying for the Church of the Week, and then we have something after that. Yeah, after we pray for the Church of the Week, we are going to get to see a video that highlights our 10 years and um, just all of the people that have been part of our journey. Awesome. So the Church of the Week is Pastor Ben Pitney from Vail Christian Church, which is actually, little known fact, the very first church plant that came out of Pantano Christian. And so we're going to pray for Pastor Ben and their team there at Vail Christian. So you all can remain seated tonight. And if you're at home, we can't see you right now, so remain seated. Uh, and then uh, we're going to have this video play. It's going to be trying to capture 10 years in five and a half minutes. Uh, and then we're going to worship a little bit tonight. And then we're going to have some other fun elements as a part of our service. So we're thrilled to have you here. So let me pray for us. So God, we are grateful for Vail Christian Church and for Pastor Ben and their team. And we want to pause. We know that there's a million plus people in southern Arizona that aren't connected into any faith community. And so it's not just elements that's going to reach. We need every church. 
church reaching out. And so we pray your blessing over Vail Christian. We ask that you'd bless our evening together tonight as we reminisce and remember, as we lean into the next 10 years that you have for us, as we have some special parts of the service. We just ask that we lean into your spirit and experience you and a touch from you tonight. Thank you for the friends that we get to call family here at Element City Church. We pray your blessing over our time tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Watch this.
crippled by the shame within Broken heart and restless soul I was lost out on the open road Beaten on that bloody day On his back a world of pain Clinging to that cursed tree Jesus bled and died for me Jesus bled and died for me Victory, victory Conquered death, set me free Victory, victory Jesus alive in me Three days on the stone together. We're here to worship Jesus tonight, and we celebrate 10 years, but what that 10 years represents is the love that Jesus has poured into people's lives and the lives that have been transformed through that. So we worship him tonight with all of our hearts, with full hearts tonight. So we just invite you uh, to sing out loud. Let's just have a great time as we celebrate tonight. Amen. Stronger than the power of the grave And constant in the trial and the change One thing remains Just one thing remains Your love Your love never fails, never gives up, it never runs out on me. Your love, 
My days on earth are numb. My life is just a vapor. I'm here and then tomorrow I'll be gone. If I only have this moment to live for what's important, I don't want to waste a second Oh, I want my time to count for what matters most. I want to love you with all of my heart. I want to love you with all of my soul. Jesus, you're my one ambition. With every breath you give, I'll give you another prayer. Another praise, another praise. You say the road is narrow, but you cross everything to follow. I count it all as lost compared to you. My treasure is not earthly, my prize is waiting for me. When my sin comes into view But today I'll run the race you called me to It's as simple as it gets To worship you is the reason I exist Jesus Yes, it all comes down to this You're the highest and the greatest name there is Jesus it's as simple as it gets To worship you It's the reason I exist It's the reason I exist Oh, it all comes down to this You're the highest and the greatest name there is Jesus
Of love. 
When you think of Element City Church, what are three words that come to mind? I'm Mike, and uh, my three words to describe elements are love, joy, and family. Truly Christ-like. God, Jesus, and Bible. I'm Dan, and community is where it's at. E-groups, um, we do community really well around here. Worship and prayer, I think. Home, um, encouraging and intimate. Family, music, and fellowship. Three words are probably truthful, accepting, and community. My first time coming to Elements was cool because as soon as I came in, you know, I went through the motions of going through service and whatnot. And I feel like as soon as I got there, immediately, uh, Rebecca, you know, came and introduced herself and like invited me to the Bible study and whatnot. And I feel like through that Bible study, I was really able to kind of dive deep and like figure out, you know, what the word says. I'm Suzanne Sartori. I'm David Sartori. When we first walked into Element City Church 10 years ago, 10 years ago. or so, we were blown away by the warmth. The people were so inviting. It was just, you could feel the love and you could feel the Holy Spirit. It's definitely different than any other church I've been to. And the worship, the worship is out of this world. Um, it just brings so many emotions and feelings out of you. You can really tell that God is present. So my husband Mark and I have been coming to Elements for 10 years and it was after some pretty terrible things happened in our life. And we just 
thought there had to be something more out there. So we found Elements and it has been such an incredible blessing to us throughout the years. We are just so thankful to be part of this community and the love and consistency that uh, the pastors show is just incredible. So what I love about Elements is our community. Uh, no church is perfect out there in the world, but what we really, really get is community. So if you're somebody out there and you're by yourself and you're just afraid to go to a church, know that when you come here, you're gonna be enveloped by love immediately. Uh, we do a big dinner after church that we just invite everybody to and just we rejoice as a family. So we're all walking the same walk. Family, family is a big one. Everybody is so welcoming here. Spirit, everybody has great spirits. Safety, safety is a big one. I feel safe here. I feel like I can talk to anybody. So when I get here for the first time, I was, I tried looking for family and friends and some church can take care of me. So, and then when I get to element church, I found everything I was looking but was more than I was expected. I have been so blessed by Elements to find an incredible e-group, a group of people that um, I can be vulnerable with, that I can share my needs, my concerns, um, and just be able to share prayer requests, to pray for those who are in our group, and just to have um, some real genuine relationships. Um, people that we've laughed with, cried with, and have just been a huge blessing to me. Um, as with everyone here at Elements, but especially that small group. And I remember when I had first started coming back to Jesus, um, I came to Elements and those first times that I was back um, in the presence of other people, I was just crying and crying because God's presence was just overflowing and it was a very special place specifically to be with the community at Elements. So I'm super grateful and that journey has continued into this day. So as we celebrate 10 years of being Element City Church, we want to thank each and every one of you for being a part of our journey. And as we go into this next 10 years, we want to pray that we can continue being a light to Tucson, Arizona. And I would like to speak Colossians 3.14 over our church going into this next year. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you are called to peace. Thank you. Thank you to all of you who are part of that project uh, a month ago, putting that together, and just all the video work. Thank you to those of you who kind of orchestrated that. I've asked my friend Glenn to be here. Glenn uh, was... Is it, is it weird to hear that now? Was the lead pastor at Pantano Christian, where we launched out of, and let's hand that over to Trevor, and you have new chapters ahead of you. And I remember in 2013, you handed this to me, and you handed one to Brian, and you said, it's your turn to run. And uh, we held on to that, and God's been a part of that story ever since, the ups and downs of that. Um, but I just want to tell you personally, and I know I, I would speak on behalf of Brian too, that you have invested so much in us, and we are better and grateful for it, and we as a church are grateful for you. And so we just, uh, so I want to give you an applause for that. Um, and when we were putting together the celebration here, there wasn't anybody else I wanted to be here except you uh, to say, hey, would you pray a prayer blessing over us? Say anything you want, and uh, my sermon will go long. It'll be fine. <laughs> so. 
Oh, it's uh, it's so good to be here. And uh, I, I think back, you know, God, God put a, a vision in uh, Brian Lee's heart to plant a church midtown. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that vision was God's vision. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, it captured many of us. And uh, I can remember when Elements very first started, we met on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. <laughs> and uh, so we, we, we shut it down. Uh, then restarted it on on Sunday night. That worked. Also a different location, and uh, so we've been in four different locations mm-hmm. over these years. Uh, I think that that's yeah. the right count. Yeah, yeah. And uh, God has been faithful, and, and that's what I want to want us to remember. God has been faithful, and and He has He's protected us. He He's guided us. Mm-hmm. He's He's provided everything that we've needed at the right time. Amen. And uh, because it was God's heart to have this church be in existence. And thank you all for your faithfulness uh, because you've been obedient to him. You've listened to him. You've responded to his promptings. And and that's why Elements is what it is, because God has been working in and through you. And you've been faithful to that. And for that, I'm personally grateful. And uh, and I believe that that this church was put in this place for a very specific reason because this part of town so desperately needs a life-giving church. And you have been that. What we've seen through the, the, just the memories on the video of, of all the ways in which you've served and all the lives that you've touched, not just now, but over the last 10 years. Yeah. And uh, so God, is, uh, God has been honored by your faithfulness and your obedience. And uh, may you continue that. Thank you. Let's pray. Father God, I'm asking that you would richly, deeply, powerfully bless Element City Church for the 10 years and the many, many more beyond that Mm. that go forward. God, I pray that you would protect this church and its leaders. I pray, God, that you would provide incredible vision for going forward to be a a church that truly gives life to this city and and into strategic places around the world. God, thank you for your faithfulness. We don't take that for granted. We know that our existence is because of you. And now we ask that you would empower us to truly be Jesus where you need us to be Jesus. Mm -hmm. In his name we pray. Amen. 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 Now, before you take off here, uh, you handed me a baton (laughs) 10 years ago. We're handing you a finished flag, oh, a checkered flag. Now, I, I'm done. This is the first race. There are many more races to come, but we wanted to, some of our elders and some of our board just wrote on here to you, and we just want this to be a symbol, uh, as you have symbolized to us, that uh, the next chapters and the next race are going to be even better than the last one. Oh. So well done to you. Oh, thank you. So That's bless awesome. you. Thank you. We are grateful for Glenn. Glenn served on our board as we kind of got our board off the ground and and everything as a part of the story. So uh, in the time that we got left, I I do want to share a little bit is not only is tonight about reflecting back over the last 10 years, but it's also about kind of reflecting and looking forward into the next 10 years. And and this vision process that our elder team and our boards and and, and some of our folks have been a part of this last year, we kind of in September last year kind of gave it a little bit of a, a taste of 
what we're about. And this next four weeks, we really want to drill down on that and invite you into the process that we as a church are going to own this vision and for you to understand your part. Now, as part of reflecting back over the last 10 years, here's what I'd like to do, if you would indulge me, uh, is for us to do something physical here to represent and to understand. Now, you may have seen this like at weddings. We're going to count backwards a little bit. So if you have been a part of Element City Church from 2020, wasn't that a fun year, uh, 2020 to like today, like today's your first day. And I know a couple of people, I met you already. So like 2020 to today, I want you to stand up. That would literally be everybody in the room, okay? And at, you're at home, maybe tuning in, you get to stand up if you're a part of Elements. So how many of you would say you raise your hand, you started coming to Elements from 2020 to current, you started coming. Just raise your hand real high. You started coming, okay? Look at all those hands. That's amazing. God's drawing people here, okay? That's an amazing thing. We're grateful for that. Now, uh, for those of you who raised your hand, you can be seated. Remain standing if you were a part of Elements from 2018 when we got relocated here to Emmanuel's property and started renting from them, okay? So if you are a part of that, just kind of keep standing up. Uh, how many of you got here since the time we've been at Emmanuel? Okay, a few of you, a few of you. Okay, great. Now, uh, you can be seated, all right? Remain standing. If you remember the days back at Catalina High School when we got there in 2014, uh, how many of you remember the days when it was like a heater inside, it was incredibly hot, and then how many of you remember the meat locker Sundays? That like, we, if we could have sold blankets, we would have sold out because we had no control over the heat or the air. You remember those days. How many of you would say you were a part of those Catalina High School days? Perfect. Love it. Now, even reaching further back, remain standing if you go all the way back to Pantano days and Town Hall. You're part of the OGs, the originals, a part of that. Look around. Look around. Isn't that awesome? That we, that's 10 years in. How many of you uh, would say you remember getting one of these mugs with a mustache that said, come grow with us? And, you know, Brian and I bought these because they were a dollar. Because we're a church plant. We were like, we can't spend big money. It's just a dollar. We can give away a dollar. Um, so with that, uh, those of you still standing, I just want to clap for you. Thank you for being a part of the, the dream. And then you can be seated there. Uh, we just, we know um, some of you have been a part of it for a long time. And again, this is about reminiscing and looking back, but it's also about looking forward. And each of us at some point, uh, in fact, I want you to think in your head, when did you get invited into the story that is Element City Church? Think about the time that you started. Uh, for some of you, it was maybe a friend that invited you. Uh, maybe it was a coworker. Maybe it was a coworker. I know for some of uh, you, some of your story is a coworker, like just kind of loved on you in a way and just occasionally would drop a hint and then it maybe took a few years and eventually you said yes to coming. Uh, maybe for some of you, it was a neighbor uh, that invited you. Uh, but every single one of us, invitation is a part of our story. I know for some of you, uh, you got invited because you drove by, even in the last three years, you drove by this trailer 
that's parked out here. And, and you, you wouldn't even say God invited you, but like deep down in your heart, it was like just this nudge that like, man, I just, I keep passing this place and there's something, I've just got to go check it out. I hear that story all the time. At the 10-minute party, we hear people who just search us online and end up finding out. I know for some of you who are maybe watching online even now, I met someone last week that started watching three months ago. And last Sunday was her first Sunday here in the room. And so, like, God's just continually drawing people here. And invitation is a part of the story that is your story. It's so much a part of our story. And invitation is also at the very heart of the gospel. It's the very foundation of the grace of Jesus. We are each invited into to partake and to experience the grace of God through Jesus Christ and his invitation to us. It wasn't that we sought God out first, it's that he took the initiative. Jesus came because he first loved you and he first loved me and he went seeking us. We are found by his grace. It's not based on your merit or your status and some of your connections around. It's simply because God wanted you to know that you're loved, that you're noticed, and that you've been created to have a relationship with him. Now, for some of you who are watching online or some of you here in the room, maybe like you're kind of, it's a new year, you're kind of on a new search, and you're just you're like, okay, preacher dude, I don't know if I buy all that yet. Listen, that's okay. But maybe you would even be honest with yourself that for some of you that I've talked with and some of the, that have been a part of the story here, there's, there's been something even over the last year or maybe something over the last month that just says there's got to be something more. And there's just this longing that's actually pulling at your heart. And friend, I'm here to tell you, I know who that is. That's God. And he longs for you to know him. Why? Because he's the one who's always inviting people closer. It's his initiative to invite. And we are the benefactors of that invitation. See, that understanding, that realization, that coming to a place where you get that, and that actually begins to get you, reminds me of a story from the Old Testament. Uh, and it's a story in the Old Testament in 2 Kings chapter 7. It's a fascinating story that maybe you've heard or maybe you haven't before. It, it takes place with a whole backdrop of desperation, of hopelessness. Uh, there's a siege going on around Samaria. And the people who are caught up in this siege are, are just losing hope because I don't know if you know much about a siege and how that takes place, but an army, an invading army would kind of encamp around the city and there would be no goods coming in or out and so supplies would begin to deplete and they would begin to, to lose hope with that because uh, water and all the supplies that they're needing to, to have a city run, to have your family have what it needs would suddenly begin to run out and we see this in the world today. We see it going on a lot of places, even in Ukraine today, that there's this siege in a way. War has a way of doing that. And this warring nation around is gathered around this city, and there's a lot of turmoil going on, a lot of hopelessness there. Uh, and the, the king of the time actually believes this is Elisha's fault. And so he sends a representative to Elisha. Elisha's kind of the prophet uh, of God in that day for the people of Israel. And he says, it's all your fault that this is happening. And they show up at his front door and knock on the door. And they are ready to, to try to take him in. They just want to make him the scapegoat. And Elisha stops them and says, by this time tomorrow, uh, and he kind of gives an, an adage of, uh, of something that would be cost, like eggs, okay? We have all seen eggs go up, right? Um, like, but like he would say, like, so there's something that you're commonly buying. By this time tomorrow, 
it's actually going to be cheaper than you've ever realized, cheaper than it was even before, and which seems ridiculous based on the reality of what is happening. But God. But God. See, what people don't see in that moment is that God is at work behind the scenes. There's a fascinating story you can read in 2 Kings chapter 7 of just how desperate of a time this was. People were bartering with refuse one to another, trying to eat anything they could. It was pretty dire and drastic, full of hopelessness around it. And into that scenario, into that scene, into that particular moment and that particular day, we kind of eavesdrop in to four people who are incredibly broken. In fact, society has always pushed them to the outskirts. They're on the margins of society anyway. But into this moment, they are desperately seeking something. It's these four lepers. And you can read the story in 2 Kings chapter 7. These four lepers come to the realization that they are losing hope, and there is no reality where this becomes a win for them. Everything is stacked up against them. They need something different. And so they say to one another, listen, we either need, we're going to sit here and die outside the city because we're not allowed in the city, and so we're stuck out here, or maybe we should go over to the enemy army and just kind of turn ourselves in. If they kill us, well, we're going to die anyway. Uh, Maybe there'll be a little bit of scraps and hope for us, and and I just want us to lean into this reality. There are dire conditions. Leprosy is a dire situation, extreme famine. There is no hope for themselves. They need a miracle. And little did they know God was at work. Here's what the scripture says. 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 3. Now four men with skin disease were at the entrance of the city gate. They said to each other, why just sit here until we die? If we say let's go into the city, well, we're going to die there. The famine's all over the city. But if we sit here, we're also going to die. So let's just go over, surrender to the Armenian camp. If if they let us live, we live. If they kill us, well, that's kind of the scenario we're facing right now anyway. So these diseased men got up at twilight to go to the Armenians' camp. When they came to the camp's edge, they discovered that no one was there. For the Lord had caused the Armenian camp to hear sounds of chariots and horses in a large army. And the Armenians said to one another, the king of Israel must have hired the kings of Hittites and the kings of Egypt to attack us. And so early that morning, they had this commotion in the camp where they fled and they left everything behind. They got up and fled at twilight, abandoning their tents, horses, donkeys. The camp was intact and they fled for their very lives. And as these four men walk into this reality, could you imagine? Could you imagine the treasure that they are walking into? The reality of what they are now experiencing. The dire situation that's been a part of, we have nothing, there is no supplies, there's nothing for us. And so let's go over here. If we live, we live. If we die, we die. And they show up. Little did they know that God was already at work behind the scene. God didn't send one angel Why? Because God doesn't need angels to do his work. Sometimes he does. But he just causes commotion in the mind of an army. And they flee for their very lives, leaving everything behind. And these four we witness, you read on, they walk into the first tent, and it's lush with all these supplies that were supplying this army that was doing the siege behind the city and to keep everything out. And they start hoarding it all. 
And they start grabbing all the supplies and all the food and all the drink, and they go out and they bury it. We've got to stockpile for ourselves. We've got to grab this for ourselves. Look how awesome this is. And they go and they bury it. And they go into the second tent. And they're grabbing some of the same things. They're like, we've got to go bury this. And because their whole life has been changed in this moment. And into this reality. Friends, this is the gospel in the Old Testament. This is a foreshadowing of the truth and the reality that what you have been invited into and what I have been invited into, that my dire situation, separation from a perfect and holy God, my condition, brokenness, that I cannot fix or heal on my own. I have nothing going for me. There's a siege around my life. I need someone to act on my behalf. I need someone to make a way. And into this reality, God is at work for humanity and for you and for me. Into this reality, the gospel shows up into this moment of Jesus coming to earth. The treasure of all of who God is and the awareness that we can have and have relationship and be found in relationship, be rescued into relationship with him through faith in Jesus is given to us. It's just here. It's what Ephesians 2 says. It's a gift from God so that no one can boast about it. It's not that you worked harder than someone else or I worked harder than someone else. It's kind of this all skate that we're invited into. The invitation is for anyone and everyone that life with God, hope, can actually be found and experienced and discovered in Jesus. And so these four that are there, they're, they're, they're struggling with trying to understand what to do, and all of a sudden there's this realization that they have is, uh, we can stockpile this, we can keep it to ourselves, but that doesn't feel right. And you can read in the story, they come to this realization, they've got to share this news. The reality, the condition that's been the backdrop of all the people that they are connected to and even that they're shunned from. This will change everything for the city. It will change everything for the people that they know that they're connected to. And so they move from stockpiling to going back to the city and saying, Listen, we got to share this news. The Armenian army has left everything in the waste. And you can read in the story, there's some reluctance at first, but eventually the city comes over and they pillage this whole camp. They, their lives are changed in a moment, in an instant. Everything goes back to normal and even better because they discovered they're invited into something great. And all because these four, who were the outcasts, who were the shunned ones, invited them to come and see. We discovered something that you didn't know, that we didn't know. We discovered something. And this invitation is into this incredible treasure that changes everything. They went from a people with no hope to a people with no end to their hope. They went from a dying people to a rescued people that have new life. They went from a people lost in desperation to a people captivated by celebration. That sure sounds like the gospel to me. That sounds like the hope that we're given in the life of Jesus, that God is at work behind the scenes inviting us into. See, the, the bottom line, the good news of the gospel is it's meant to be shared, not just stockpiled for ourselves. We're to enjoy it. 
but we're to invite other people into it. See, we want to live in such a way in our day, in the 21st century, that we earn the right to invite people closer to Jesus and into next steps with him. We want to wake up and walk through our days continually on the lookout for how we can extend an invitation to invite people closer versus keeping folks at arm's length or extinguishing them or even writing them off. We don't follow cancel culture. Instead, we build a grace-filled culture that champions people so that they would know God is for them and available to them. See, we invite this is us. This is what we do. And we invite people into the story. It reminds me of the end of John chapter 1. There's this interaction as Jesus is building his ministry, beginning to launch this ministry, and early followers of Jesus are beginning to take shape. Verse 43 says this, the next day Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. He found Philip and told him, follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the hometown of Andrew and Peter, and they're already kind of into the group, and they're following after Jesus. But Philip recognizes, hey, Nathaniel needs to hear this news, and so he goes and he finds Nathaniel. We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and that the prophets speak about, Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. <laughs> but Nathaniel, he's got some questions. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Nathaniel asked him. And here's Philip's response. I don't know. Come and see. I, I don't know the answer to all your questions. Uh, but I'm finding my questions answered. And I just want to invite you to come and see. Come with me to see Jesus. Come with me as I'm following after him, turning my life into him in his direction, and, and walking after him. See, the reality of the vision that we believe God has given to elements for this place and for such a time as this is that, uh, and I, or Olivia, we can go back to that first slide, that we are an inviting community of Jesus' followers. That's who we are. We're not a people who stockpile God's goodness and his grace. We're not a people who keep it to ourselves. We're a people who are motivated and moved to say, everyone's got to know about this good news because it's available to anyone and everyone. And we are a people who walk following after Jesus day after day, month after month, and every time we're walking, we are growing and asking God to grow our awareness. God, how could you use me to invite the people I'm connected to, the people I'm rubbing shoulders with, the people that are in my sphere of influence or in my reach, the people I'm living life alongside. How are you at work behind the scenes of their life that maybe they don't know? You've heard the saying, uh, be kind to everyone because everyone's fighting a battle you don't see. And the truth is that's your neighbor, that's your coworker. That's the person down the hall, that's your classmate. That's everyone you know. And it's everyone I know. And the truth is, what the scriptures declare is that there is a hope available to a people that are needing hope. And this hope is found in Jesus. And it's only found in him. There are glimpses and other things that we can chase after, and culture sure does. And it may find a taste of it for a moment, but it's fading. And if we're honest, if it was just you, me, in a coffee shop, 
I bet you'd tell your story. Man, I, I, I've, I've chased after popularity. I, I've chased after money. I've chased after possessions. I've chased after these things, the career I've always wanted, but I have found it wanting. It hasn't actually fulfilled. There's got to be something more. For some of you, that's your story of how God intersected your life and began to invite you into and closer into a relationship with him. Someone in your life got to a place and God used them to invite you. And that's why you sit in this chair. That's why you're logged on online. It's because someone, God used somebody that has experienced rescue and hope. And our job is much like Philip. Our job in that moment is to invite people to consider Jesus, even with their questions and their struggles. You don't have to answer every question. I don't have to answer every question because I bet you still have some questions. Jesus is not afraid of questions. What he longs for is people who are interested, people who would consider, people who would maybe take up an invite to begin to step one step closer. We see it all throughout the scriptures. And the invitation for us is to continually be that inviting community of Jesus followers. Come and see. Come with me. See, friends, we say this a lot around here. Uh, We want to invite you to be a follower of Jesus. Uh, We want to cultivate followers of Jesus here at Elements. Not just fans of Jesus. Not just mere admirers of Jesus. But see, followers surrender. Followers exercise faith. Followers take next steps. Followers are always growing. Followers are focused on their Savior. Followers will follow where he leads. Followers aren't fair-weather fans. They don't fade when the going gets tough. But the other thing is that followers are always inviters. They are always turning around and inviting others. They don't hoard God's grace to themselves. They turn and they are on the lookout and listening for God's awareness of who he is already working in and how can I invite them. So I ask you to consider what would this look like for you? What would it look like for me to continue to grow a a culture that invites people closer to Jesus, that lives and loves in such a way much like Justin prayed that prayer from Colossians over us, that we would be marked by a way of love that would earn the right to invite. Friends, we live in a cultural moment where we have to earn the right to invite. People have enough stuff against church, and rightfully so in some ways. We have not loved all that well at times. And so we have to earn the right to invite. And so how do you do that? Every week, here's what I attempt to do. I attempt to just be aware. God, would you just invite me into the process that you are already on, trying to invite people? We have these little invite cards In fact, when you leave tonight, uh, you can get them on the two tables here, the table in the, the foyer These are invite cards that I just, I carry a stash of these in my wallet. The reason they're small is because they fit in my wallet. I have a man wallet. I don't have a purse. 
I don't have a European, you know, satchel. Uh, like, I have a wallet. And, and so, like, these are small. They fit there. And I just, I live my life in a way that every day I'm just asking, God, God, would you just make me aware to the people that you're already working in? And that how I can partner with you? And maybe, maybe there'll become a moment as I try to live with a heart to pray for people. Do you live, uh, we live in a culture and in a cultural moment where I think people are more open to having someone pray with them, like legitimately right then, right there, doing it. And so I actually try, for a lot of years, I said, oh, I'm going to pray for you. And then I would walk away, and then I would forget. Anyone ever done this? Oh, I'll pray for them. And then I didn't do it. And then the next time you see them, you're like, oh, guilt, right? And you're like, oh, that's right, I should have prayed for them. You know what I started trying to do a few years ago? Like, actually not saying, hey, I'm going to pray for you. I actually just said, could I pray for you? And they would go, what? And I would say, like, right now? And then, and then here's the big key, okay, for those of you who are followers of Jesus. Don't be weird after that. Like, if, you, if, you, if they say, yes, you can pray for me, you got 30 seconds or less. Like, don't go into a five-minute prayer. That's okay at church, maybe, but let's be honest. If I were to stand up here and pray for five minutes, even some of you would check out. I would check out, okay? So like 30 seconds or less, don't be weird. Just be normal. Ask God to be involved in their life. Ask him to bring what's needed into the moment and just say, hey, thanks for letting me pray for you. I'm gonna keep praying for you. Next time I see you, I'm gonna check in. Or you feel free to text me. We leave the back blank so you could actually write your number on it. That you can hand it to a coworker, you can hand it to a friend, you can hand it to a classmate. And this is just something that says, listen, I, I, maybe, maybe you'd want to come with me or just come and see what I'm discovering. And say, so God's actually for me, and, and He's with me, and He's actually helping me. And so I look for opportunities to pray for people. I look for opportunities to encourage people. I look for opportunities to comfort people when they're hurting and to point them to the one that's comforted me when I've been hurting. I look for opportunities to invite, come and see, or come with me. And what if we as a church, for many of you, that's the reason you're here. It's because someone did that at some point. And so, friend, I just want to invite you as a follower of Jesus, if that's who you are, then invitation is at the heart of the gospel. And invitation must be at the heart of each follower of that gospel. We don't stockpile. We don't hoard. We share. And we invite people into that. And so I'd like to close our time tonight just kind of praying in, asking you to join me in praying into the future of Element City Church. To reminisce, yes, a little bit of the, the beauty of what we've seen, the transformation God's done in you and the people around you, the people that have watched online. But to, to take a moment to pray into the reality of what is to come and what God can yet do. Because I really do believe the best is yet to come. And it will only happen when we partner with the Holy Spirit to invite the people that we're connected to, to say, hey, would you just come and see? Would you come with me? Would you just be open to maybe 
how Jesus is changing me. And so as we close, I'm going to pray here in a moment, but I just want to give you a couple closing announcements before that. Uh, If you happen to be new tonight, we are so thrilled that you're here. I know it takes courage coming to a new place. And so for a couple of you, I met you, and I just want to invite you to our 10-minute party that's going to be in the back. I'd love to personally just say, hey, we have a gift for you, and and just kind of hear your story a little bit, and you still get cupcakes. So, like, we'd love to hang out for you for that. Um, We want to invite you this next Saturday is our second Saturday food distribution. We pack food on Friday morning at Carry Ministries, and then we give it out next Saturday right here in the parking lot. If you are new here and you're looking for a place to serve, like this is easy on-ramp, easy on-ramp to join a team and just get to know some people around here. If it's been a while, we invite you to, to, to partake in that. And we also want to invite you to what we do every Super Bowl weekend, which is a Serve Sunday, because uh, even Jesus would watch the Super Bowl, okay? So, um, like, we cancel church that night. At sacrilegious, I don't know. Uh, but th- we serve in that, uh, that weekend. And so this weekend, we're actually expanding it. We're going to have our second Saturday on that February 11th. And then in the afternoon, here's what we're looking for. A hundred people to come help us pack meals for Feed My Starving Children. It's going to be up on the northwest side. It's already there. We are the anchor leg for the church, uh, Ori Valley Church of Nazarene, that is packing those meals. It's going to go to three to five different countries all around the world to help kids that are in dire need of nutrition. And we get to be the anchor leg of that. We're looking for 100 people. You can sign up in the app even now, February 11th, from 2 to 4 in the afternoon. We'd love to invite you to be part of that. Kids can be a part of that as well. Uh, We also want to invite you, if you are looking to kind of connect with Financial Peace University, we launch a class this Wednesday. You can be a part of that. But thanks for being here tonight to celebrate into our 10-year anniversary. Uh, As you leave, you're going to have an opportunity to get invite cards and car fresheners. Element City Church, keeping it fresh for 10 years. So I'm not guaranteeing this will last 10 years. Just saying it does smell good, right? It smells amazing. You are going to wake up tomorrow in your car. You'll be like, I am just shy of heaven uh, because of how well this smells. For those of you who don't like fragrance, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. Uh, But like in heaven, you'll be able to enjoy it. But anyway, you're going to be able to grab one of these, some invite cards as you leave. Cupcakes are going to be outside. You can grab and go, stick around, hang out, and celebrate with us. We're going to be at dinner tonight. We usually have a group of people that go to dinner. We're at Sauce at kind of the Broadway Center, Broadway Wilmot, right? Craycroft, there you go, thank you. Craycroft, Broadway, uh, Sauce Payway right there. Uh, Join us for that. Uh, But if you're here in the room, and I guess if you're at home too, we're just going to invite you to stand. I'm going to close us in prayer, and I'm going to just invite us to all lean in together. Here's the reality. I'm challenging you to grab a couple invite cards. And on purpose, this week and throughout this month and throughout this year, to just say, God, would you use me to to minister to the people around me and maybe earn the right to invite them? You know, if we're looking for 100 people to pack, do you know an easy invite is to invite a coworker or a friend to come pack a meal with you? It's an easy opportunity to invite someone to come to a second Saturday food distribution. This is even before they invite to church. Like, invite them to serve with you. Invite them to hang out with you. Just earn the right to invite. And so, Father, that's what we pray as we close tonight. Uh, as uh, We've had a, a great time and joy celebrating what you have done over these last 10 years. 
God, we really believe and affirm and lean into the truth that the best is yet to come because you are a God who is always at work in the lives of the people that we rub shoulders with. You are already there at work and you're longing for us to be included in the process to invite them one step closer to you. And so, Father, I pray for a growing awareness over our people. God, would you grow our awareness and our attentiveness to where your attention is focused and on whom that attention is focused on and how we can love in a way to earn the right to invite them one step closer to you. So I pray your blessing over each one who calls elements home, each one here in the room or watching online. Would you go with us now as we get to be your church. We have gathered as the church, but now we get to go be your church to a watching world that needs to see your love and the treasure of your availability and your grace that is available to them. God, would you equip us to be that inviting community of Jesus' followers? We pray this in Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. Friends, thanks for being here tonight. We love you. I'll see you at the 10-minute party if you're new. We'll see you next Sunday. Bless you.